Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Brian Murphy alongside Luis Fernandez. We've got you for the next three hours, three and a half hours here on 99.9 The Fan. And, Lewis, I am checking Twitter. I am checking threads. I am checking Blue Sky. I've even got the old AP wire over here because I want to know what is happening with the Hurricanes and free agency. Uh, I, I need someone to send me that Blue Sky invite at some point. I'm, I'm getting a lot of, of uh, FOMO uh, for, for not being on that app. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's funny because it's, what, July 6th? So we've had about a week or so of this free agency stuff, and – I think we're kind of gotten to that point where people are getting a little, little stir crazy, waiting for that next signing. Well, you know, Don Waddell and the Hurricanes jumped out so, so quickly in free agency. Yeah. You know, there were moves coming every hour, and now all of a sudden it's been a couple of days, and and you know, Tarasenko is not here yet, and Carlson is not here yet, and we don't know what's up with Pesci yet, and it's uh, we want info, we want info. Yeah, it's like, come on, come on, get, you got any more of those insider <laughs> scoops? Just give me one, just give me one, come on. That is what a lot of sports has turned into, right? We yeah. saw it with NBA free agency. It is the the insider guys are the are the stars, the Woges of the world, the Pierre LeBruns of the world in hockey, and they are just you know dropping little nuggets, you know, here and there. Yeah. Who's, what agent is meeting with who? Where does Dame Lillard want to go? I mean, that's what a lot of sports has become. Well, because it's like we just we love that constant flow of information. That little like what is it? Serot- not serotonin. It's like uh, yeah, the dopamine. The, the dopamine. Yeah, that every time I get the Adam Schefter notification, I'm like, oh, where's DeAndre Hopkins going? Let's do this. By the way, apparently he said he's not retiring. DeAndre Hopkins, if that's. Any I concern. still think the the Panthers should sign. Him. Listen, um, they they do need some wide receiver help, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be interesting because, you know, really with all this free agency stuff, right? The Hurricanes have gotten to that point where you have to remember that the salary cap is not moving very much, and so everything is a bit of uh, okay. Got to make sure you get the bang for your buck with every deal you do from this point on. Someone asked me yesterday if they were playing with like lot like you know monopoly money. Like how how are they signing all these guys? And I said, well, it helps when when your free agents all take pay cuts to come back. Yeah, I mean that's a nice place to be. I think the salary cap went up a million dollars. One million. Yes. Yeah. I mean we're used to NFL and NBA where you know the cap balloons and and another big increase is coming. I think they said over the next few years they expect ten percent increases every year in the NBA salary cap. <laughs> The NHL guys must be like, what's going on? Yeah. Hook us up. We're we're always at that point where, like, in free agency, where you see the NBA free agent deals come through, and I feel like every NFL player is always like, come on, man. (laughs) Fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. It was like the top five free agent signings early on had, like, a billion dollars in combined contract worth. I just – I wish. LaMelo Ball, good player, has never done anything in the NBA. (laughs) Got a max extension at what two hundred sixty million dollars, all guaranteed. Listen, man, I I'm not I'm I'm a very selfless guy. I will take a tenth of that and be happy. <laughs> I, I'd be cool with that. But if you're Pat Mahomes, if you're Josh Allen, and you're saying whoa whoa whoa, I mean Lamelo Ball is what the fiftieth best player in the NBA, sixtieth best player in the NBA, and he's getting more, fully guaranteed. Oh man. Mm. All right, so so no updates. We have no updates. We'll for keep you, on you the posted. Hurricanes. We'll if, keep you posted. If we hear anything about any of these free agents or a trade, we will pass that along. But uh, it's almost football time. Yes, the ACC kickoff is three weeks away. 
uh, which means it's talking season. Mm, I love talking season. <laughs> uh, we will talk some actual football with uh, Chapel Fowler of the state, Clemson beat writer, uh, later on in the show. Um, but when you look at the ACC and you look at kickoff coming up, certainly we're going to get a lot of talk about conference future and, and the money and the media rights. But, but on the field, what are you looking forward to? I, I think – I mean, just locally specifically, right? I think a lot of it has to do with with Drake May, right? And in the possibilities that he, you know, could win a Heisman is in that Heisman contention. It's always it's always tough, right? It's he would have to surpass what he did last year, and being essentially in that top three Heisman conversation almost all season long, it felt like it's it's kind of hard to do that again, um, especially when you have someone like Caleb Williams, who we'll talk about a little bit later in the show as well. Um, so, I mean, I think that's the main thing. But besides that, I'm so fascinated to see how not having divisions is going to shake out and what that is going to do to the conference as a whole. Is this Riley Leonard er erasure happening here? <laughs> no, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, much respect to Riley Leonard, okay? Much respect to Riley Leonard. He, he did a great job uh, for the Blue Devils. But no, I, I'm, I'm super curious to see how all of that shakes up. I mean, you're going to have teams like Clemson, obviously. I think it's not going to matter. Um, but then a lot of these coastal teams who always competed not because they were in the coastal but that's a primary reason why they got to the acc championship game the the uncs the pits the dukes of the world how does that shape up now are they still able to compete is it truly the situation where the atlantic teams were that much better nc state fans may get some retribution right. depending on how this goes nc state fans are like yeah you try playing clemson at florida state every year and you see see how many acc championship games you go to um, I think Brennan Armstrong is is a super intriguing story. I mean, yeah. I think all three quarterbacks here in the triangle, you know, could could end the year as the best quarterback in the ACC. Now, I mean, I know Jordan Travis down at, at Florida State is going to have a lot to say about that. Um, but I, I think all three quarterbacks, all three teams look like they're in good shape at the quarterback position, which doesn't happen often. No. I, I, and, I mean, I know college football is not the NFL, but – Oftentimes, if you have that quarterback, we, we saw it with you know UNC last year. That team was not great, but you know they were able to carry so much offensively because of what Drake May was able to do in his first year. And we saw it at NC State. Yeah, what what a how far a defense and a kicking game can carry you? Not far enough. Right, not far enough. Um, if they if they had kept Leary healthy, you know who knows what that team could have done. Um, speaking of guys that we really are eager to see, I'm eager to see those quarterbacks. I am eager to see Victor Wembanyama. Yes. And guess what? Tomorrow night you can get to see Victor Wembanyama. Oh yeah. The Hornets are the the Charlotte Hornets are, are playing the Spurs in the summer league. Now, not a guy who watches a ton of summer league basketball. That's that's where you find out who the real sickos are. <laughs> but the chance to see Wembanyama, the biggest star to come into the league since LeBron. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, coming into the league, you know, certainly there's been stars that have developed since they got in the league, Kevin Durant, others. But as far as who I'm turning on the summer league to see, the Hornets get to be the backup dancers for that game tomorrow. So, so Brandon Miller's the number two pick. Webb and is the number one pick. They're going to square off tomorrow night on ESPN. You know, you can watch it all. It's it's going to be it's going to be a show. And I, I look at if I'm Brandon Miller and the Charlotte Hornets, I look at this the same way that. Uh, someone like Scoot Henderson would look at it when he, Scoot Henderson uh, talked about, like, oh, no, I, I deserve to be the number one pick. I, I, have, I am a Scoot Henderson guy. I have been on this bandwagon for quite some time. But if I'm Brandon Miller in the Hornets, I'm like, no, no, no. Victor Wembanyama, sit down. We don't need you. We are going to be the ones putting on the show here. And I think Brandon Miller 
has to to prove that. I think based on the, the Charlotte reactions, you saw that he has a lot to prove. Even um, when even Hugo is not happy with the draft pick, you know you got trouble. Someone someone <laughs> need to have a conversation with Hugo the Hornet for him. I, we really need you really need to make sure you have you have fun with whoever they pick. Hugo has to work on his poker face That's a little bit. Hugo, uh, but I mean, and Brandon two summer league games still has a lot to work. Uh, you don't want to overreact with summer league games, but. Has not looked incredibly impressive, uh, but it's obviously it's still very early in his career. The the NBA look dead time in the in the calendar in the sports calendar. What fortune for the NBA? I'm sure they I'm sure they worked on the schedule here in recent weeks. But but to get a Friday night showcase with with your seven foot four number one draft pick, who people really haven't gotten a chance to see because it's not like he went to college. No, in, in the United States, he didn't go to high school in the United States. Unless you've been watching a lot of the Metropolitan's ninety two games over in the French league. I'm I'm, I'm a big French league guy. <laughs> uh, his teammate went, went number seven overall, so I, they must have had a pretty good team over there. Yeah, no, de- definitely for sure. And it's I mean the NBA is I think very good at trying to figure out ways to make their product stand out a little bit more. Um, and I think the, what what they do with the summer league is a great example of that. Um, but I mean, it's to me, it's the summer league is so interesting because you have this combination of, of rookies who are st- still trying to kind of get their sea legs and are figuring it all out, and then you've got the couple of guys who like the Keegan Murrays of the world who like, hey, he started playoff <laughs> games last year, he's dropping like forty points on some randos heads. Like that's that's like the that balance with summer league. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. And this gets back to what we talked about at the beginning with NHL free agency. The the leagues that are really excelling, pretty much the NBA and the NFL, are finding ways to keep your attention throughout the entire year. Yes. Like the NFL has got its calendar down, uh, you know, between the draft and free agency and these rookie mini camps and then regular mini camps. I mean, they are just stretching their season out 12 months out of the year. The NBA is starting to get a little better at that as well. I, I look at going to the NHL on this note. I look at, say, I think it was last week when they dropped the new schedule, randomly, like, oh, here's a press release. Whereas, like, the NFL and the NBA make it this whole ordeal. For better or worse, they make it this moment. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Some things the NHL can learn, I think. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. We talked about threads. If you're not familiar, that is uh, the new social media app from Facebook or, or Meta. How dare you, Meta? Yeah, which is trying to dethrone Twitter. And it, it got me thinking about this sort of what, what I'm calling the nichification of kind of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at the number of channels I have now mm. uh, or, or or apps, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have Peacock and Paramount Plus and, and Netflix and Apple Plus and, and Amazon Prime. And you kind of almost need all those now to watch sports. Yeah. Um, I look at how many social media channels I have. I look at how many communication channels I have. I was getting messages on Discord, on Slack, on text message, on email. Um, everything has become nichified, for lack of a better term. I mean, I, I'm sure you notice it. Well, I I do, and it, it's interesting because it's everything is so niche oriented, but it's also the how how content 
and how information stays within those pockets so often. Um, I'm someone who I'm, I'm kind of, I'm on TikTok, but I don't like I don't post much TikToks or anything like that. I I should start posting more TikToks and stuff because that's the future apparently. <laughs> um, that's been the future. But uh, I uh, there are so many times where I'll reference something on TikTok that is like, hey, yeah, everyone on TikTok knows about this, and other people are like, what do you what do you mean? I don't know. Are you are you losing it, man? I have to constantly remind myself about. 8% of the population is on Twitter. Yeah. And so unlike me, I live on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, more more than I care to admit. Um, nobody else does, or very few other people do. And so what, what I'm seeing on Twitter, and I think, oh my gosh, this is a huge story, 92% of the population has no idea what I'm talking about. It's, it's uh, sports, news, politics, all that stuff. It's so big on Twitter. But then like, I'll have conversations with my girlfriend where I'm like, oh, do you see this thing on Twitter? She's like, I literally never go on Twitter. I haven't looked at my Twitter in, in years. And that's how so many people are. They're, just, they're not present on Twitter, uh, but they are present on all of the other different spaces. And, and I think we're seeing this in sports. And this gets me to UNC women's basketball. I, I know it's a leap, but stick with me. I think we're seeing the nichification, you know, again, sorry for that term, of of sports. I mean, we're seeing women's basketball enjoy this huge moment in the sun. We saw, you know, women's college softball. We saw the College World Series. Um they're, the volleyball, women's volleyball, selling out like football stadiums yeah. in, in parts Nebraska. of this country. Um, at a, at the same time, we're like, how much base, major league baseball are you hearing about? It, it does feel like all these sports are enjoying kind of their moments, and they're getting better ratings than they've ever gotten before. But it just feels so uh, diffuse. It feels like everything has its own fan base, and like, am I really in on women's basketball, or am I really in on college softball? It feels like it's kind of um, it's turning sports fans into a master of none in a sense. Where if you really want to be paying attention to everything that's going on, like I mean, am I paying attention to the you know um, uh, the softball season during the regular season as much? No, I mean I'll, I see scores here and there. And then the sec, but the second the uh, college, the women's college World Series begins, and you have regionals and super regionals, it's awesome. It's so <laughs> much fun to watch. Like it's it, college softball is such a good product. Um, it's there's so much going on. You kind of have to force yourself to pick and choose a little bit what you like. And, and we're going to see that this month. The Women's World Cup is about to start. Yeah. Obviously, Team USA is a, a you know very popular team, but all of a sudden now everyone's going to focus on on women's soccer for for a month. And then and then what happens? It, it's it's this strange thing when the ACC SEC challenge came out. Remember that that ACC Big Ten challenge is no more. Uh, because ESPN R-I-P. doesn't have rights to the Big Ten, so they've turned it into an <laughs> ACC SEC challenge. When I looked at the schedule, the men's the men's games and the women's games, the women's games were way more attractive. Oh, absolutely. South Carolina is coming to Chapel Hill to play North Carolina. South Carolina perennial power. I think they've reached the last three Final Fours. We got a chance, the media did, to talk to Courtney Banghart, coach at, at UNC uh, yesterday. And, and not only are they playing South Carolina, they're playing UConn. And there's a possibility in one of these made-for-TV kind of tournament events that they could play Iowa, mm. uh, you know, and Caitlin Clark. Let, let's hear from Courtney. The schedule is the right time, Mitch, for us. We're, we're, we're at the point, I think, where, um, you know, the, the UConn neutral, neutral, or whatever you want to call that, um, we're ready for that now, right? I'm not sure we were ready for that a couple years ago. Um, and then, you know, the South Carolina um, SEC, ACC um, challenge, you know, it, sh- it, it, sh- it shows the respect that we have as a program um, because uh, that's a matchup clearly ESPN wants um, and, and TV wants. Um, and we're thrilled to be able to host it. You know, obviously you have great respect for what they've done. Um, and then 
yeah, the tournament, um, getting a chance to play a neutral site against, we hoped, two power fives down there. Um, and with the, with the potential of, of if you win, you, you play Iowa. You know, we just, it's, the, it's the right time for us to, 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 to do that. Um, and it's not easy to schedule. You know, we've, we've been trying to get some other, other guys on the schedule as well that we've not been able to land. Um, but with the ACC uh, being a, a real challenge every year as well, we, we feel like we've got the right, um, we've got, we got some, some great challenges for, 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 for our group. I imagine that South Carolina game is going to be a sellout at Carmichael. Absolutely. Um, you, I don't know if you saw, again, this gets to the, the niche of sports, but I don't know if you saw yesterday, Caitlin Clark was playing in a pro-am, a golf pro-am, and had galleries that are tiger-sized galleries. Yeah. Uh, it must have been in Iowa because everyone was wearing an Iowa women's basketball jersey um, with the number 22 on it for Clark, and I mean, she's moving the needle. Uh, one, one of my friends who you know likes basketball, is a pretty solid sports fan, bought a Caitlin Clark jersey just like randomly after the after March Madness. You, you see what um you know Angel Reese had, her popularity uh, from an NIL perspective in terms of money, the ads she's been in, as she was in a music video a few months back. So I mean it's it's really interesting because it's very much like if you are present in these niches of sports, you are present. <laughs> you if you are a fan of women's basketball, you are a fan of women's basketball. Um, so it's, to me then it's about, I mean, do these, I guess it's, it's kind of, do these sports even need to continue to get mass appeal? I think it's helpful, but you know, will these sports be able to take like, say um, the NFL, right? Obviously the NFL is kind of its own different beast, but you'll watch a ridiculous playoff game as a, a younger kid or something like that. And all of a sudden, boom, you're a Vikings fan. Or something like that, and then you you latch onto that, and you carry that over in terms of how you what you root for, what you watch, all of that stuff. I wonder if we are seeing those moments and those memories be created with these different uh, sports right now. And I, you know, the NCAA is looking to sell its television contract. Currently, the NCAA sells its men's basketball package for billions of dollars to CBS and and you know Turner, but they package all every other sport. Every other sport, from women's basketball down to to rowing or crew or fencing, you name it, into one deal. And ESPN buys that, and they they get millions of hours of programming from that deal. The NCAA is looking at it and saying, wait a second, should we be selling the women's basketball tournament separately? Should we be selling the college baseball tournament separately? Is there an audience for women's softball that somebody would buy that contract separately? Um, Now, obviously, the NCAA also wants to get all those other sports televised. But, you know, lacrosse and, and volleyball, women's volleyball, men's volleyball, are there separate contracts that can be done? Can, can you, by bidding them out separately, can you make more money than by bidding them all together? And I, that's a big challenge for Charlie Baker and, and the NCAA. How do you handle that to maximize the revenue but also maximize the exposure for all these sports? And I think this is going to be one of those unintended side effects of NIL is that different players on all kinds of different sports are having a continued growing platform where they are becoming the product. We see it in the NBA going all the way back to the days of, you know, Magic and Larry. Uh, You know, you see it in the NFL with the quarterbacks being the faces of those franchise, all of that different kinds of things. When you have these stars that people look to and they say, oh, Angel Reese plays tonight? Let me make sure I watch her. You know what I mean? That's... I think that is how these sports can continue to grow and continue to make waves. Well, women's basketball has way more stars coming back, staying in the game than men's basketball. True. Absolutely. I can probably name half a dozen women's basketball players that I know are going to be playing next year. It's really hard for me to do that on the men's side. Yeah. Even though I follow men's basketball way closer than I follow women's basketball. Exactly. 
I, I do wonder too. You know, we we saw this. I'm a, I'm a little older than you, but you know, you saw NASCAR kind of rise. Sure. And now, hard to find. You know, they're they're having to run street races to get get attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw golf during the Tiger era really rise and and attract that mainstream. You saw tennis during the the Williams era. You know, I would just wonder if it's natural. Some sports rise, some sports fall. Mm. Outside of the NFL, which is a juggernaut and can't be stopped, no. it does seem like some of these sports just sort of have natural cycles. Mm. This is very philosophical. <laughs> this is this is the kind of conversations you have in sports on July 6th <laughs> at 3.25 p.m. Well, I, we'll put it this way. I am excited to be in Carmichael for the UNC be awesome. South Carolina game. I thought they might move that game to the Smith Center. You know, you go from 5,000, 6,000 to up to 20,000. I think the atmosphere will actually be way better in Carmichael. Oh, 100%. Good basketball in Carmichael is a very special thing. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.